So you, just, you sound a little growly. You yeah, sound like, just, I'm like, hey guys, welcome to the drunken ship. Hey guys, um, welcome back. <laughs> like something like that. If I could just keep it. That's so funny. Keep we it. are live, by the way. Yeah. Right now. I hate how you start it. You'll st- like it's not like you don't edit anything out. You just keep when as soon as you hit that button, it's go, it's on. You don't do sometimes, there's like sometimes I cut some shit. There's no there's no bloopers in this. It's yeah. dude, you get in the full. This is, this is the raw. Actually, the raw hang on. Deal. That actually yeah. brings up a good point. Yeah. What happened to do they still do movie bloopers on DVDs? Was it Legendary the, who started that? Where they just it was the most basic, boring DVD menu because they. Legendary, the, I, the I believe, company? Yeah, but when Legendary would release a DVD, or whoever owns Legendary, yeah, there was a whole... I remember this being a whole thing. Um, I'm just fiddling. Keep I, going. Oh, oh the sound went out of my headphone. Okay, how's oh, that? Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah that's okay. better. Uh, Did they, they go out there too? No. Did I can still hear I was just like, are you going to cut this out? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, this bit. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, but... Legendary, um, it was either Legendary or who owns Legendary, I can't remember. But when they, th- it was a whole thing about then when they released DVDs. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you remember, DVD menus used to be, like, really interactive. Yeah, they used to be, like, super animated. They had, like, fucking right. 700 things. There was actually, um, God, I get so sidetracked when I start talking. But <laughs> for the uh, Scooby-Doo, I think it was either the first one or second one. And here's another sidetrack. It was actually, I found this out the other day. Uh, James Gunn directed the first live action Scooby Doo. Yeah, that was fucking wild. That, I found I was that like, out like wow, a month ago. Like, look at you. Like, look at how far you've he came. He wanted from. to make uh, Velma and, and Daphne be gay. Really? The, the studio wouldn't let him. That would rule, dude. Yeah, that would have been pretty sick. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was but, like, can we talk about how, and all the sidetrack, <laughs> can we talk about how aggressively hot the lady that played Velma? Was yeah. and still is. Yeah. Fucking gorgeous. She's lady. in a Santa diet. Oh, Santa like, Clarita diet? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, came yeah. home one day and uh, Adriano was watching it because I would never, Phantoms, like, oh, yeah. I'm going to go watch this show. And she was in it. I'm like, yo, that's them. <laughs> that's, or not <laughs> that's Daphne, Velma. that's Velma. Yeah, she's like, fucking great. Sheesh. Like, anyway, Tom has been kind to you. <laughs> like, sheesh. That's uh, uh, dead. It's, it's that's crazy. That's dead now. Yeah. I guess TikTok trends do go like that. Dude, this is insane. Don't fucking look at me. This is insane. Don't fucking. I, just I saw you look from the Diet Coke to the Red I, Bull. This is and insane. I knew I gonna, what are you doing? I'm drinking caffeine. <laughs> All right. So if you're not watching this on the, the YouTube, uh, Brian is drinking a... <laughs> I, I saw, so he came in with a sugar-free Red Bull, right? Yeah, sugar-free Red Bull. He had that. And I'm like, okay, that must be his coffee for this morning. Boy pulls out the Diet Coke with it. I was already and, drinking the Diet Coke. Dude, they're both open. He's double fisting soda and... Red Bull. Yeah. So uh, I had a rough night. Jesus, bro. <laughs> You're going to have a rough couple, few days after this one, too. I fully expected. Oh, my God. Fully expected. Asshole blown out. Uh, anyway, legendary. Yeah, <laughs> legendary. Like, so they started doing this thing where they just, like, gutted all the DVD menus. Oh, the thing I was going to make about Scooby-Doo, during the either the first Scooby-Doo DVD or the second scooby I can't remember which one, mm-hmm. there was an interactive, like, clue thing. What? That you could do. There was hidden stuff in the DVD menus. So there was like four or five like different sections you can go through, yeah. right? Uh, sometimes if you went to a certain if you went to a certain panel and then you clicked right, yeah. obviously there's nothing on the right. Uh, there's you can only go up and down. There's something highlighted in the corner of it. Interesting. And it was short, these short little video clips of mysteries that you had to find in order. 
but they were scattered through the DVD menu. I never could figure out where all of them were. I remember finding two. I think there was a couple more, but it was a whole thing about there was a missing, there was a thing, there was a mystery about someone eating a sandwich on set. Yeah. And the the way you find out through, because I think the original video was in the main main menu, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're like, what the hell is this connected to? But if you kind of mess around with the the DVD menu, you could find secret videos hitting in the menu. Oh, it was so it really, would like highlight like a specific section. Right, or no. So yeah. if you went like say went down middle of the page and yeah. then you just hit the right button on your remote, mm-hmm. in the corner there would be like something great, like a mystery sign. That's cute. Uh glowing green. And you're like, wait, how did I just even get over here? <laughs> it's it's hidden. You can't yeah, see yeah. it. They do not do that stuff anymore. No, they don't. They but that don't. was like one of the coolest interactive like DVD menus that they That ever is a had. sad uh that is a lost artifact of that's such a just like entertainment. I couldn't tell someone like, in the past about that, and I couldn't tell anyone in the future. It's kind of like just a here and now. Yeah, it just happened for like like six years. It just happened. Right, like DVDs would get really interactive, and and outtakes would be really fun. Like I would like the rush hour outtakes. That's exactly yeah, the best. That is some of the best outtakes. Bloop, um, <laughs> the best blooper reel ever. Yeah, is like rush hour <laughs> when uh, I think it's a uh, Chris Tucker sister calls him or his mom calls him. Yeah. He gives the phone to Jackie Shan. <laughs> you remember that one? He's like, I, t- I said I'll call you when I'm done shooting. I'm filming. I'm looking Jackie Chan dead in his eye. Call me, back. call me back. Are you a professional? We are filming. You are, you turn on your phone? No, you can't speak to Jackie Chan. No. They want to speak to you, Jack. Hello? I'm sorry about this. We, we are filming right now. <laughs> you sorry. You waste our film. And Jackie Chan is just like, give her- Give me the phone. <laughs> and Jackie Chan talks with a family member. <laughs> it's really, really funny. Yeah. I'll see if I can find that. It's like the mo- one of the most popular clips. <laughs> and uh, there is also a, do you remember, uh, like director's commentary? Yeah. Those still happen, but There's, those are. But like, but I mean, like with bare bone DVDs, like. Not you know, anymore. Not anymore. They put that shit on the Blu-ray now. Yeah. Fucking. Uh, there's a crazy one for Anchorman. <laughs> There's a whole fight that happens during the middle of Anchorman in the <laughs> director commentary. Is, is it stage? I, I, I don't know. It, it's got to be stage. Yeah. But it was the most unhinged, wild stuff I've ever heard. For the I, and I've had to bring this up before. Yeah. But, I've never heard it. But there's a like, um, it's like Will Ferrell, and then I think the director, like I mean, I think it's Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. They're yeah. sitting there in the the booth, right, doing it, and then in the middle of the movie, while they're like you know just commentarying over it. Someone walks into the room and it's some guy from the movie. Yeah. I can't remember who, who it was, but Will Ferrell and the guy start getting into a fist fight, <laughs> and it's over. It's just over audio. It's just audio. It's just yeah, good. it's. I dude, I because I got into like when I was a, I had like a big sack of DVDs when I was mm-hmm. a kid, and I would just, I had all these movies, and then I just you know I would get bored because yeah. I didn't really have internet. Yeah, you lived in bumfuck Virginia. Yeah, so I would just like pop in a DVD, and then I would just listen to commentary. That's so I think awesome. I did it for Fight Club because it was just entertaining. Yeah. No Sometimes wonder like you're such just, a fucking. You have so many references in your brain, dude. I yeah. I seriously, when I was a kid, cinephile. Like yeah, I would, yeah. I watched so many movies, <laughs> and I have a a really weird track record with watching a lot of weird movies in theaters. Yeah, that surprises me about you because you look like a. If someone were to look at you, yeah, you look like a jock nerd. <laughs> you know, you look like someone that would bully the nerd, but also is the nerd. Yeah. I, that, I go, I come home and yell at the mirror a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Dork. 
<laughs> trip myself, dork. <laughs> Give yourself a wedgie in the mirror. Knock my own Yu-Gi-Oh cards out of my hands. <laughs> you fucking nerd. Like just like I'll be like laying out Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like what am I doing? <laughs> pick up a skin, pig skin. Jesus, go outside. Uh, I can't imagine the, the, but you do watch a lot of weird shit for somebody that looks like that. Yeah. For somebody that looks well, like Maybe you. don't judge a book by a cover. Bro. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. I don't know if we would have been friends in high school because I would have been afraid of you in high school. Maybe. I don't know. You know I, you, I don't look like I did in high school. Because you were jacked. Well, you were jacked to shit in high school, right? Yeah, well, my senior year, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got really into working out, but yeah. I was like scrawny, short, yeah. uh, through pretty much all of high school. If I saw you in senior year, I'd just be like, I'm not fucking talking to that guy. Yeah. It's like, he's going to, he's going to. But senior year, you're always friends with everybody. No matter what, you're always. That's true. That's true. Unless you were just having a really, really bad time. But most of the time when you're a senior, you're just like, I know everybody. Yeah. (laughs) I used to, I was friends with everybody and I knew everybody except the people that I hated. I would like, like avoid them. There were like five people in the whole senior class. Yeah. That every time they walked near me, I like legitimately wanted to like punch them. Right, yeah. Just, I wanted to bully them. Weird or just? Both. Yeah, yeah. It was like okay. one jock. There was one There was one hot cheetah girl. It was like, you know, okay. So the, the, I wanna, Oh, hot cheetah. I, yeah, got, hot cheetah. I, I, you, I, I assume like she wore just cheetah print. No, no, no. Like hot cheeto. Yeah, I, like, got, I got what you mean. Loud. Uh, and she was like. 8 a.m. yelling. 8 a.m. yelling. And she was, she was a skinny white girl. And she always had the messy buns. That's mm. how you know who they are because yeah. they got the messy bun. Cook, it, cookie Monster uh, sweatpants on. Exactly. Absolutely <laughs> the Cookie Monster sweatpants. Yeah. Dude, that's what yeah. was that? What was that one piece of article of clothing? Just as so identifiable I, as you're I a shitty person. Just a white trash. Like you're the most trashy person if you're wearing Cookie Monster. That's got to be so bad for like Sesame Street. They created like one of the worst articles of clothing. That almost I would put that up there with the wife beater as one of the worst <laughs> pieces of clothing you can wear. The Cookie Monster sweatpants are the the female wife beaters. They are the female (laughs) wife beaters. (laughs) Theme song. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Drunken Ship Podcast. I believe this is episode uh, 79. Yeah. yeah, 79. Fuck yeah. It's <laughs> <That's> crazy. Uh, <laughs> it's That's been a insane. While, yeah. I joined for like to talk about like movies randomly. Right. And now I've been helping you guys run this shit for you, like I mean, a you're, year and you a half. are the producer right now. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. Like, look at this. This, so. is, this is all thanks to Brian. <laughs> you can thank him. Thank you. You're welcome. It's a high quality man. Um, I goddamn right I am a high quality man. <laughs> Put it in a swear jar. <laughs> it's so funny. My mom the has made it a mission that like <laughs> she's made like you. She's made a YouTube comment just to comment it. on the, the YouTube and then. I love like the the fake beef that I got with Rebecca. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so funny to me. <laughs> That's a caring mom. She she just wants to keep up. She's yeah. Like all right, let me get. Want to see what's going on? My mom doesn't even know English to watch. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I did want to like, I was like, I'm going to introduce the podcast uh, this week in Spanish. Good luck. Can uh, you speak Spanish? Dios míos. Como estas? Uh, burrito, taco. This is racist now. <laughs> uh, anyways. You can't tell me that wasn't in Spanish. It, w- it was Spanish. It was. You can't I, tell me taco know? isn't in Spanish. That's, tell me. All right. Then what's taco in English? 
It's you're so smart. If you know Spanish so much, then what's taco in English then? I think it's still it's, it's still ta- taco. taco. Yeah. yeah, it's still taco. Do you just say it with a little bit of southern twang? A little twang. Taco, you say taco. Taco. Ta- anyway, I, I don't. I don't though. <laughs> taco. Episode seventy nine of the podcast. Today we are talking about well, kind of like two things. Uh, in the first like fifteen minutes, we're going to talk about the Nintendo Direct first. Yeah. that happened yesterday. Um, not great. Not great. How I you- swear these Nintendo Directs always, co- there's like 12 a year. And yeah. then there's just never that. And everyone's always disappointed. I mean, there's stuff there. I feel like there's never anything that's like over pushing. There's never anything for, bad. There's never like any like general, like everybody agrees that was amazing. Yeah. But there's always like one group of people that's super satisfied yep. for whatever weird little niche thing got announced. <laughs> they're, they're like, wow, they're making bingo bongo back again. I, I can't. It's like some obscure character gets announced. I saw a tweet that was so funny. Yeah, saying the same. But thing. it's like that. It's like I don't know who was the little Sonic thing that they got announced. I don't know who the hell that is. I've never it's heard Kanoa. Yeah, Kanoa. What the Kanoa. hell is that? It's an old. It's an old game. And but hey, old here we Sega are. Genesis People game. are hype. People are like, I can't believe Kanoa <laughs> is back. What the hell is that? Granola? <laughs> little Sonic ripoff? Or the Sonic is a ripoff of Granola? No, it is a little bit of a Sonic ripoff. That's um, what exactly. I thought it was it by the same. People who mix? No, no. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'll be honest with you. I don't even know. I never played Planoa. Anyway, I've never even heard of it until today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Nintendo, Nintendo Direct happened yesterday, and like always, Nintendo is announces things that are meant for like the nichest of markets at any given time. That's a time. good. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, and so, like, so, like, the most interesting thing I saw. This isn't the full list. This is just what I thought was like worth mentioning for like kind of like the Western audience. Okay. Uh. And so I, I will say that if you're one of those weird gamers that have been oddly invested in like Japanese media and Japanese games, you're eating really well with this direct because there's like five games that were released exclusively in Japan that are now making their way back to the West. Um, but the, the most interesting things uh, that happened, in my opinion, were Kirby and the Forgotten Land, uh, you know, with the cursed mouthful mode. The throat goat mode. The throat goat mode. <laughs> That was so fucking funny. As soon as I saw that, I was just like, I absolutely hate that. Dude, I the was game like, looks so cute, but that's going to be disgusting. I was like, why? Why? <laughs> yeah. Kirby just like, consumes stuff. Like, why would you have him just like not be able to consume a car? Balloon over something? <laughs> like, it's so bizarre that I was like, this is it's definitely weird. a Japanese yeah. game for sure. Definitely a Japanese game and definitely going to inspire a lot of porn. Um, but Kirby and the Forgotten Land got announced. Uh, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. That's a, a Dynasty Warriors Fire Emblem themed. Like they've been making them over the last couple. I'm of bizarrely years the anime. a Fire Emblem fan now. That surprises me. I know, dude. That's surprising. Have you played Three Hopes? I, I, I think the most bizarre things that I play yeah. is Tales of Rise and Fire, and Emblem. Fire Emblem. Because yeah. that is seem that is off so off kilt from what I normally play. They're like such like like weeb, but not like just weeb. I think like, I have an expensive. They're like waifu weebs. You know? What what is Fire like Emblem? Like Fire Emblem and, and Tales of Arise. I like the waifu weeb games. I don't I wouldn't say yeah. Tales of Us Arises. Tales of Arise is like the Tales games are super niche. Yeah. They've yeah, always yeah. been super niche. I think Tales of Arise was the first one that was like, oh, this is like triple A material. Quality. Yeah, yeah, this is like high, high end. Um, yeah, you surprised me with that kind of. You do have extensive taste. It's, it surprises me. I think I've been branching out a lot lately. So, No Man's Sky is finally on Switch. There's somebody out there who cares. I am not that guy. 
Me and Tim um, played, like, we're going to make a YouTube series on No Man's Sky, no Man's and we Sky. never did. Was it broken? No, it, it worked. It, it was like, this was like after they did all those updates, yeah. and it fixed everything, and nice. now the game actually is good. It's, but it's, it's a little too late for me. Yeah, like, ah. it, it's super too late. The game yeah. came back in 2015, so. Yeah. Do you remember when he was on Conan? They they announced that yeah, game on Conan. Yeah, when he that's fucking wild that they announced that game on. That that's game how on big. Conan. That's how hype the game was. That was yeah. insane. And then they fucked it up. The, yeah, it was the most cyberpunk levels of just. Oh, like it was more. It was worse than cyberpunk. It was bro- the game wouldn't even work any on any any given day. Anyway, but No Man's Sky is working and it's finally on Switch. Uh, hopefully, they can, you know they've shed the bad name already, but it's a little too late for me. So. Well, now they're known as like the the combat kid of like video games, like. Now, like when a game releases awfully, yeah, or is that even a word? Awfully? Launches badly. Won't awfully, launch. awfully is a word, but when they have a bad when launch. they when they launch awful, yeah. <laughs> uh, now games try to have the No Man's Sky comeback. Yeah, so that's what they when a game does bad at launch, they stride to we're gonna make this up and be like a No Man's and Sky. Be like No Man's Sky, yeah. So I mean, good, I guess. Yeah. Just, you just can just a release a, you could just release a good game. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. just take the time out, do good you know, first game, <laughs> and not have to wait five years. Yeah, uh, the biggest hype of the direct for me. I used to play this shit as a kid. Do you remember Mario Strikers? No, but I saw a lot of people talking about uh, they would love to see another Strikers. Yeah, it, the so game looks cool. It's so the first was a GameCube game. It was like super tiny release, but I got it for some reason. It ended up in my GameCube library, and I played the dog shit out of that game. <laughs> I would just fucking beat up on everybody as Mario. And yeah. It's, like, it's so great. Did so you ever fun. play the uh, Street? Did you ever play Street? NBA Street? Yeah. It was that for or soccer. N- NBA Street, uh, NFL Street. Yeah. Street yeah, yeah. 2. NFL Street 2 <laughs> was one of my favorite games yep. as a kid. Because that was a game where you could like punch somebody and then like th- you could jump six feet over yeah. players and then throw a hell mary and <laughs> fucking curb stomp them. That, on the and way that's down. what that game. Rem- this is what that game reminds me of. And I'm like, I could get into this. It's honestly. exactly. It's exactly that game with Mario characters. Yes, like it's so fun. I, I was watching. I watched the trailer for it. And I'm like, you know what? I could. I might get this. Honestly, I'm. I'm definitely gonna get it because that's like a super fun, and you can play with your teammates for. Yeah, you can get eight people up onto one console with that game. Super fucking. And cool. I'm like, dude, that would actually be fun to like go go to a friend's house and actually play some Mario. Yeah, that'd be fucking sick. Uh, so I'm really excited for Mario Strikers Battle League. I think that's like the most exciting announcement for me, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of tells you the quality of this Nintendo Direct. But, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I used to play that shit as a kid. It's phenomenal. I'm so excited. Absolutely gonna cop. Uh, then we got Portal. Portal 1 and 2 are making their way to Switch uh, with the companion bundle. That's crazy that this game's still going. Yeah, man. Portal has had a life. a life. It's been, it's almost as old as me. Yeah, so it's, it's, like it's iconic now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been actually iconic. And then, so really happy that like Switch players that didn't have access to Portal now can play it. Portal, what is this next? Nintendo, Nintendo Switch, Switch Sports? Sports? Yeah, man. Dog. Hold on. <laughs> I didn't see anything about this. Yeah. I didn't watch the full drive. I was watching, I was cherry picking off the, the what? Dude. Dude, they're coming out with Nintendo if, Switch if Sports. This is like, we. this is Wii Sports, right? It's, 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 yes. Oh, yes, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to pick this one up. That is the most weirdest, like, like game that just comes with a console yeah. that just did, <laughs> just did number. Yeah, the game the, was so fun. Wii, Wii Sports was a great amount of Holy, fun. Holy, yeah, ridiculous. Was awesome. I the can't tennis? believe that game ever did that well. So they're bringing tennis back. They're bringing bowling yes. back. Uh, they're doing, they're still doing motion controls with the tennis and the bowling. They, they added soccer to it. 
And so the there, there's I'm a mad. I'm so I just got so hyped because I just now noticed that <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> Switch, Switch sports. sports. Oh, that's such a weird thing to be hyped over. It's cute though. It's Dude, cute. I can't it's believe really a cute. soccer soccer game and and the the, the sweet. I'm I'm excited over Nintendo Sports. <laughs> yeah, and so but the interesting thing is that uh, so the game comes out and the physical game comes with a leg strap accessory. Oh, for the soccer, use, okay. For the soccer. So, but at release, you're only going to be able to play shoot mode with the Lextra, which is just like you just shoot the ball into the goal yeah. by kicking. Uh, you have to play with the, the hands during the like, actual soccer matches. Yeah. But they're going to release a patch a little bit into the lifetime of the game to introduce the, so you can play with one controller on your leg and then one controller on your hand for movement to I, actually play I think the they do that match. with that ring game, right? I think you have to strap one to your leg. Yeah, yeah, but the ring game usually like it's like a whole, it's like a little. Yeah, you ring, do that, so. but I think there is like a little attachment for your leg. Okay, cool. Um, so they're gonna do that for the soccer, so you can actually kick. Uh, so this is a great game for kids and for weirdly excited twenty-seven-year-olds. Yeah, dude, I used to <laughs> used to fuck up some dude, shit. Dude, if sports. you had roommates back in like, oh, dude, we used to have a Wii. We we dug up a Wii when yeah, I was in college. That's awesome. I think we. I think some. Uh, like this, this girl. She gave us her old Wii, mm-hmm. and dude, we just had that thing set up in the living room. Every day after class, we just come home and play <laughs> Wii Sport. I got so good at like baseball and tennis. <laughs> you guys played the randomest of shadows, like Tetris and Wii Sports. Well, we didn't have any console or anything, so we that was like the living room console. That's but we so played cute. the shit out of like Wii Sports. That's so funny. So I'm hyped for this. Yeah. So that's coming out Nintendo Switch Sports. Uh, the other one that I'm like really excited about is uh, Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythm Festival. I, this is also one of those yeah. games that I actually am a big fan of. That's yeah. like weirdly like, why is he playing that? I saw you tweet and you were like, oh no, I love this game. <laughs> yeah, dude. I bought the game and I was like, because I always seen, seen it at like arcades and stuff. And mm-hmm. I knew they had a Switch version. And I, and I bought it when I was like, dude, I'm, for like four days straight, I was like, yeah, I can't. I Like every day I was like. How does it work? Do, do, how do you it, drum the outside? It is kind of hard if yeah. you don't have the, like the drum attachment. You, gotcha. The Wii the Wii chucks work. You're right. Or let's say the Wii chucks. Joy-Cons. The Joy-Cons work. Uh, but yeah, I think you really need it. If you had the drum, it'd be a lot better. A lot better. But Kinda it is super fun. It is a Guitar Hero for like for Japanese Twitter. Guitar Hero pretty much. That's so fucking funny. Um, so I'm really excited about that one. Definitely going to be a cop. Um, this is an interesting one. Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings. I have no idea what the hell Earthbound is. Do you, remember, you know the game Mother? Earth. <laughs> Earthbound. Earth. Earth. Earthbound. Earthbound. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. <laughs> So Earthbound is like one of the, the most classic SNES and NES RPGs. That's where NES from Super Smash Bros. come from. Okay. Uh, it's uh, People have been asking for an Earthbound game for fucking ages uh, to be able to play it on the Switch. So now it's going to show up in the SNES, NES collections that they have. Oh, okay. So Earthbound Beginnings is the original copy of Earthbound, which is for the NES. And then Earthbound is a remake of Earthbound Beginnings, but it's for the SNES. Ah, all right. So Earthbound is going to be the one that you're, you've probably seen the most. Um, it's like it's like an Undertale-style fighting system. Yeah. It's really good. Okay, it's not, yeah, not my bag. Yeah, It's not your but bag, but people is. have asking for a long time. Uh, and so Reggie tried to get uh, Mother 3, which is like the sequel to these games, mm-hmm. um, localized, but it just couldn't happen, so... This is one of the, again, another like super, super niche yeah. thing that people get so hyped for. Not very many people are interested, but the people that are interested are very interested. This is a half, uh, like Half-Life 3. Yeah, kind of thing. Why is it 3? Why is it always in 3s? Because <laughs> it's so much, it's so hard to make a good sequel. 
Um, anyway, so Earthbound, Earthbound Beginnings, SNES, NES. No word of Mother 3. You're still waiting. You're still waiting for Mother 3. Um, another one that I'm like, I never understood this game. I never understood why it was good, why it was popular. I never understood why people like it. But you got you got a sequel. Xenoblade as, Chronicles as, 3. A sequel? I got it. That was, a, that was <laughs> nice. <laughs> if that was intentional, that was super nice. You <laughs> got the sequel. Xenoblade like, 3. Um, Xenoblade 3, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Just waifus with swords and I have and this game. Looks, I have no idea. Xenoblades is a. Let me just get it out. It, yeah. It's a cool name. I think it is a cool name. The cover looks cool. I don't know how the game looks or anything. The it gameplay looks, sucks. Does it? Because you don't really fight. Like all like your companions and your waifus fight for you. Right. And you're just like linking it together. Okay. So it's so like it's a, like a turn base. It's no. It's like an action. It's like a real time action RPG. Okay. But it just, I just don't, it never landed. It just doesn't with click me. with you. Never landed. Because I know me. a lot of people are fans of this. Well, Viren fucking loves it. Yeah. And so shout out to you, Viren. Hope you're doing well. Uh, you're probably quite happy with that announcement. Um, not for me, but Xenoblade 3 coming out. I, um, if they, if they re- maybe if they in the future release a collection, maybe yeah. I'll pick that up. And I'm like, can maybe. I get into Xenoblade? I played Xenoblade Chronicles 2 uh, briefly. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? That's Fine. a Chronicles, though. That's not even like a mainline game. No, that is. A, Xenoblade 3 is a, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is a full name. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Gotcha. It follows like a specific blade. Who gives a shit? Xenoblade 3. <laughs> um, and then Mario Kart 8, the course DLC pack. This is a real. This is one that I found really interesting because the game launched in 2017. Yeah. It launched with this the Switch. This is insane. It's a launch game. The game could not be like laid to rest. Yeah. Um, but people fucking adore Mario Kart. And well, it's because they haven't released another Mario Kart. That's true. That's true. What are they going to play? Mario Kart 7? <laughs> like, there's not a lot to pick from. You want to play the latest one? It's from 2017. Here's some DLC for it. Right. That, I guess they don't... What are they, what are they waiting for to make a Mario Kart 9? There's no need to because the, there's so much... When the Switch 2 comes out, they're probably going to release uh, like Zelda 2 or Breath of Wild 2. No, Breath of Wild 2 comes out in this year. When? If probably the Do they have ones. a release date for it? They've confirmed that it comes out this year, but no specific that release is date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you imagine this would be this would break the internet if they released it right after in a direct? Oh yeah, they just <laughs> dropped be, it in the just drop it in the store. That's one of those games where it's so big that they they could because they, they, yeah. they they could move it. They don't need marketing to move that game. No, no, no. They just need to say that it's out. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mario Kart Eight course DLC pack. It includes forty eight courses. Uh, the whole courses. They're releasing them kind of like the in waves, kind of like they did uh, fighters DLCs, where they would like release two fighters oh, and yeah, then okay. release in two the other pack. fighters. Yeah. Um. So every wave is like eight courses, I believe, mm-hmm. or eight or four courses, and uh, it's twenty five dollars for all forty eight courses, which is like fifty cents a course. So you could do like a season pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So I, th- I think they're actually selling it as a season pass exclusively. No, oh, okay. Um, but they're just releasing them in stages. Slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's really exciting if you're a Mario Kart fan if you're one of those people that get together with their friends just to play Mario Karts this is going to bring a whole new life cycle to the game yeah which um, I'm sure that's what people have been waiting yeah. for so that's pretty exciting um, that's kind of it that's everything that I found worth mentioning in, in the Nintendo Direct there is a lot of other games out there mm-hmm. that I just didn't include because they're like j- Japanese games that are not making a western release so they're like very specific RPG games but if you want the full list uh, the article is going to be in the description. It's from a Nintendo Life uh, web.com, and that kind of includes everything that got announced in the direct. And that's kind of all I have to say about that. Um, 
The other news that uh, came out to me that were significant in this week was that Xbox has now said that Activision games will be available on Sony uh, platforms beyond the current agreements. Yeah, we pretty much called that last week. Yeah, we knew that that was going to happen. Uh, I'm not too surprised. I feel like the internet overreacted with the Xbox Activision acquisition. Like we knew that things weren't going to be changing that much. Um, Tay did a PS Inside video about it. Click the little eye thing or whatever the fuck it's called. And then watch that video to like learn a little bit more of the specifics. Um, but there's not a whole lot to say here other than it makes sense for Activision games to be released on PlayStation platforms since they hold the majority of the sales percentage with 41 of Activision's uh, recent shooter sales belonging to the PS5 alone. Yeah, That's almost 50% for PS5. And I believe for PS4 is 29% of the sales. Right. So, uh, And like to reiterate was what we said last week. Is yeah. like this is... They're not trying to move consoles anymore. Mm-hmm. That's not the name of the game. They're not really that. It, like, ex, they're not. Uh, it's not about exclusivity anymore, right? They're not it. concerned. That's I don't know yeah. why I couldn't say concerned. <laughs> they're not concerned with trying to be exclusives anymore. They're, yeah. It's just profit off. Like, it's just piggy deeping into Sony. Yeah, profit. you're you're just you're getting money off of like a uh, PlayStation sell. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. essentially it. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, like Tay said in his video of PSN site, uh, the internet or react to the news. So yeah. um, we all expected this to happen. I'm not surprised, but we're reporting on it because that's what we do. <laughs> and then that's kind of everything that I got for today's episode. That kind of wraps up for the, the game portion. Yeah, that wraps up for the game portion. Uh, moving into... What you got? What you got? So uh, the time this podcast released, the Super Bowl would happen Sunday. But... And it probably had some mediocre ass commercials <laughs> as it has for the last at least ten years. Yeah. But if you don't recall, there used to be a golden time for commercials. There really used to be. It I was would, it I was, would tune it was into a the Super spectacle. Bowl. Yeah, I would tune into the Super Bowl just for the just commercials. to watch commercials. That's, I would literally watch the commercials and leave when the game started right. and do something else and then come back for the commercials. Yeah, because yeah. the commercials used to be so well made, so like thought out. And just like, just it would some someone would just sit with you. I'm sorry. There's a Willem Dafoe's Snickers. Oh commercial. yeah, of course, of course. There's this William Dafoe. I that had a sidebar. That that's so funny. Uh, I just kind of cherry pick some stuff. Um, yeah. These are not like all the best ones, but I kind of just cher- cherry picked to some. Uh, but this is kind of like because I remember a lot of these. This is kind of the the sampler. Yeah. Like when you go to Chili's and you get an like an appetizer sample, uh-huh. this is kind of what you'd expect right. out of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because yeah. the commercials used to be really good. Well, there was like, there's obviously like, there was so many commercials that were so good mm-hmm. that there's brands that have established a, almost like a uh, timeline or not a timeline, but like a trilogy or, <laughs> or like sequels to the commercials. Of, of commercials every year. You expect. <laughs> You expect to see the com- uh, the Snickers commercials, yep. the uh, nationwide, mm-hmm. the progressive, the Doritos, the Doritos, of course, the Doritos, Budweiser, Bud Light. You expect to see them every single year, yeah, because they used to make these crazy commercials that just got so much Buzzfeed that it, it probably like lifted up their sales yeah. for that probably next six months, oh, dude, so off that money. one commercial, so much money. The, you know, you know that the like a super a Super Bowl. Um, Spot is one million dollars for. 30 I was seconds. I was about to just look yeah, it up because yeah, yeah. I, I forgot to look it up. But it's one million dollars to have it for thirty seconds. Thirty seconds in yeah, the Super Bowl. A thirty second shot. It can it can be more, 
But I think the minimum is $1 million. $1 million. $1 million. That's a massive chunk out of your uh, marketing department. Oh, yeah. That's like some company's whole marketing budget. <laughs> but that's only because the Super Bowl is one of the – I think – I don't know if it is anymore, but it's the most – There's just so many eyes on the Super Bowl. Right. There's, at any given moment. It, it was – in the past, it was one of the – it was the most viewed of, uh, TV event. Yep. I don't know about that today – but it used to be the most viewed of thing. So it was $1 million starting probably back in like 2010, you know, around that era. Uh, But I I think we're going to go through a couple commercials here. And um, so what do you think happened? Do you think that like, like people got too scared of making a slash funny commercial and sort of like, and I'm not against PC culture or anything like that. Like this is not a, a, a slam against that. But do you think that? Oh, they couldn't be like racy as they used to. You think? Yeah, you think that company think that just kinda, got a little weird about no, being like edgy? I think it just kind of went with the times. Okay. Because back, you know, it used to be a lot edgier back right. in the day. But I don't really think that's what's affected it. I think it's just like just a, a decline yeah, in yeah. just viewership, yeah. and then now less it's not really they don't find it so markable yeah so now they don't really they kind of half-ass it of course there's going to be like some funny commercials yeah. every year there just never there used that. to be 15 20 funny commercials and there really the it used to be a lot there used to be a lot more commercials yeah. too and there were short stories honestly but i feel like there's uh a lot of they just don't find it like markable i don't think they find it enough like it's not really giving us a big boost like it used to. Yeah, used to it used to be a big deal, but now probably social media affected. I think I think that yeah. I think it has a lot to do with it because if you re, I don't know when they started doing this. Is when YouTube and everything got big. Yeah, they used to release all the commercials, so they would show the commercial at the Super Bowl when it was supposed to air. Yeah, I don't know. I maybe a couple years ago back they started releasing all the commercials before the Super Bowl just on YouTube. That's weird. The so Doritos, Snickers, all that they would just put them on the YouTube channel and it'd be before the game. Yeah. So, so you would already see. So you in. would turn on the Super Bowl and you would already see it, and you'd be like, "Well, it was kind of an event, it. you know." Like the Super Bowl commercials were a little bit of yeah. Like the Super Bowl was an event, but there was an event within the event. Right. That, that was a Super Bowl. It was just a weird like cluster of like time yeah. where this was like really fun to watch. Yeah. I totally agree. So what, what do we got here? The- <laughs> so, all right, we're going to, I'm just going to run through a, a yeah. couple iconic ones. Uh, obviously we're going to start off. We're going to do the, the Betty white Snickers <laughs> commercial. This actually, uh, so this is how, um, strong these like ads used to be. Yeah. The Betty, this Betty white Snickers commercial actually resuscitated her career. Really? This actually put her back in the spotlight because her, no, her she was like Golden was, Girls. Yeah, but she was Golden Girls. Yeah, but like after that, I mean, she kind of went into obscurity. But after this commercial, she started getting so much more work. That's true, and a lot of commercial work too. Yeah. yeah. So this is literally this was back in 2010. Yeah. Shout out to Betty White. And this, if you're uh, listening to this on um, audio. just audio, uh, it's a. Uh, what is your deal? Uh, some friends playing out in the field. And then one character's Betty White. And she just got like tackled, like speared out into the mud. And then she eats the Snickers, turns back into a guy. This is the original, like, you're hungry yeah. commercial. Like, yes. You're hungry. This is, this is what started it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's insane. That's like these you commercials started. They started the commercial thing. Yeah, they did. I mean, this has started a whole ad campaign. Yeah, so, so this. The art campaign for that Snickers commercial went fucking crazy. They did it for like five years after after this right. commercial aired. So wow, I that, didn't know that, that was like it's like the 
Marvel Cinematic Universe for <laughs> yeah, commercials. Snicker commercials. Uh, this That's one really I, I kind of I wanted to highlight because this is literally a uh, uh, I would say like a highlight reel of every. Wait 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 wait. Where's the Willem Dafoe Snickers? Oh, you promised me Willem Dafoe right, Snickers. Right, right. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I threw it. I mean, I threw it in there just because of me. Yeah. But here's the Williams Dafoe. We'll go over this one first. I fucking love Willem Dafoe so much. <laughs> so it's Marilyn Monroe's like iconic, uh, like the like wind scene, but it's William Dafoe. This is a disaster. Who's the genius who puts a girl in heels on a subway grate? Miss Monroe, eat a Snickers. Why? You get a little cranky when you're hungry. <laughs> and then, the, like, they this CGI this Marilyn yeah, Monroe I, into this? What the I don't fuck? know. I, I can't say this for sure. Yeah. But I think this is one of the first times they ever CGI'd a dead person. Like, a dead person. Life. Or, no, well, I wouldn't say the first time, but this is, like, one of the first times they've ever, like, had it, like, they used a film version of her and yeah. then recreated it onto, like, someone else's body. That's fucking wild. Especially, I think, definitely for probably like, a commercial like that. Let me see that. One back a little bit. Let me see that transition back. All right, here you go. Yeah, they definitely rotoscoped her out of like a film. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely yeah. tell because like you can see like there's like the glare, like the old, that yeah. old like, you know what I mean, like the glare, film glare, the right, the, the it, gate like shake. a lot of yeah. you would like glow almost. Yeah, 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 that makes a lot of sense. And then they re like they colorized her face and everything. that's fucking wild. But they did a really great job recreating the set. Yeah, they just didn't use some like stunt double or anything <laughs> this like fucking that. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that I I love that one just because William Dafoe to go. Love William Dafoe. I the thing that I love about these commercials is just how cheeky they are. Like yeah. they're they're not like sure they're marketing something, but it it feels fun. It yeah, feels it's fun. fun. It used to be an event. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like what <laughs> happened? I mean, this is like what we used to get. Yeah. If, like some people don't know about these. Like these used to bang. <laughs> this one, uh, I think this one's very interesting because this is literally a highlight Hulley? reel of every. So this is how popular Super Bowl commercials used to be. Yeah, that they had a commercial where they just took a highlight reel of like what you see normally on the, uh, the commercial. It made it all into one commercial. This is uh, David Harper. He's uh, introducing it. So it's like they start off with a, yeah, like a car commercial. A typical Super Bowl car ad. Or a hilarious beer ad. Making a reference to uh, Budweiser or ad. Whatever yeah. ad this is. I don't this know is what this crazy. ad is for. It's like just so the they're making fun of weird commercial it's ads. Tide ad. The the Ram it's truck ad. ad uh, well, nationwide ad. There are no stains. Look at those clean clothes. <laughs> but this is a really a it's a Tide commercial ad. Yeah. But they just. I, it's almost like it's lazy. But yeah, because like, they're referencing other ads, right? But this is the only time. But they stole it. They they got it first, so no one else can do this anymore. No. Gillette, extreme no. um, workout muscle, weight loss, Alexa. So does this make every? That's really fucking funny. A Tide ad. Now it's a Tide ad within a Tide ad. I think it does. So I feel like this is the beginning of the end. Yeah. For, no. Oh no! It, it's dead. Yeah. It's dead. They can't do it anymore because they they realize what everything was popular. Yeah. But not then. only that, but once you make a commercial that references the other commercials, like yeah. if you're tied and you're making a commercial that references a Budweiser commercial, yeah, you, you have no more material. Great. It's dead in the water now. I think they they've well. I think the ads have been dead for a while. Yeah. Once they made this commercial, this is back in 2018. Gotcha. We're in the golden peak. 
yeah. around 2010. That's true. That's true. So that's eight years later. Now you can make that type of commercial. You couldn't that's make that right. commercial in 2010. Because it gets meta now. Right. Now it's like, oh, we're, making, we're making fun of the commercials that yes. showed up during this thing. So like, because you're expecting the commercials to be part of the event. Right. So we're subverting that by yeah. referencing the commercials of the past, which annoys me. Exactly. <laughs> annoys me. That's how you kill a fun thing. Yep. All right. So now we're going to go into one of my favorite commercials. Uh, this is the Terry Tate linebacker. Dude just annihilates when these people in the Reebok office. To send us Terry Tate, some people thought we were crazy. Notice how at least all these uh, videos are all like cut off on the sides because they're so old. Yeah, HD was not a thing. Dude, I and since Terry's been with us, our product and Terry Tate is literally just beating the shit out of him. That's so funny. We're getting more from our employees than ever before. You know you need a cover sheet on your TPS reports, Richard. That ain't new, baby. Hey, Terry. Hey, Janice. But what's really impressed me is how Terry's become part of the Felcher family. Oh, I should mention this is also for Reeboks, too. Like, you don't even, like, you used to not even know what the ad was for until, until the, the very end. end. Got that little tiny monitor. I wish Reebok sent us 10 Terry Tates. Look, dude, look how dated it is. Look how old these computers are. Yeah. Terry Tate, office linebacker. That's so funny. Yeah, they had like their own series about it. So. Yeah, they had like, and then, yeah, they would have like four or five of them. Yeah. And like, it would be like their own little movies. That's wild. Uh, another, um, so we're going to go, so that was probably like in, I don't know when. That, that like, was, two, yeah, that probably 2000 like 2000. Something, 2004. Yeah. Uh, now we're going to throw it all the way back to 1992. It's a 1992 Super Bowl ad? Yeah. Okay. This is four years before Space Jam. And I almost, I want to say that this is probably maybe even what made inspired Space Jam. Space Jam? I want to say. With Michael Jordan and Bucks Bunny. Yeah. I wonder if this was the pilot for Space Jam, yeah. Well, this is four years before they ever made it. So, so I want to say that maybe they got the idea from just doing this ad. So it starts off with Bugs Bunny. He's under a court. <laughs> he, they're playing basketball. He wakes up. They grab him by the neck. I almost say, I think they use this in the movie. Yeah, they, they definitely use that shot in the film. This is, yeah, so four straight years before yeah. Space Jam. That's bananas. This is a Nike ad <laughs> for, I think, Air Jordan. What'd you expect? They're my friend? <laughs> but this commercial was so popular that they ended up making Space Jam. One of the, one of the most popular movies of all time. Right. I don't know if good, but popular. Nah, it's good. It's, okay. it's, it's good, but it's not amazing. It's good for me, man. It's nostalgic. Silly, I know. <laughs> so this is... Okay. I feel like this is... I love that. This is the the point in time, I think, when commercials had to be memorable. Yeah. To be able to get... Remember, like, to be able to be seen... Because now you can just throw a video on YouTube, like a five-second video on YouTube, and like just scream out the name really loud, and like that's your advert because people are so anti-adverts now. Right. But this this was like I, if if adverts were like that, I would watch more adverts because yeah. they're fun. They're right. Like they they keep your attention. They hold your attention. Yeah, it's like a little short story. Do you think it's oversaturated now, though, with so many ads and commercials that you really can't? It's hard to be memorable. I think it's a, I think it's that, but I also think it's attention span. You know, like yeah. not a lot of people are gonna 
want to watch 30 seconds of an advert. Um, and that was like a minute long. So yeah, yeah. I think back in 1992, it probably wasn't that expensive. It, it probably wasn't. But also like back in 1992, there was no other outlet to get an advert out. So you're, it's TV content. Yeah. So you have to make something that has a story from beginning to end to like sell the thing that, that you're product, doing. Because yeah. um, otherwise people would just be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so, we're going to stick with the, the iconic uh, commercials for right now. Um, here's 1984 Apple's Macintosh commercial, which is almost, a lot of people consider this one to be one of the best commercials ever made. Yeah, this is directed by Ridley Scott, wasn't it? Yeah, this is a commercial directed by Ridley Scott. <laughs> this is, uh, and you've probably seen this parodied a bunch of times too. This is, uh, what's that, Orswell's? Um, Orswell had a- George Orwell, 1994? Yeah, he, yeah. this is a, like a parody of that. But it's Macintosh. It's like everyone's like a slave to being PC. And now, uh, yeah, this has been back when uh, Macintosh with the, the Mac versus PC bullshit. And then you have the, the iconic woman running through with a sledgehammer. All these people are like just a slave. But the fact that they got really Scott to direct this like really tells me like they were willing to tell a story in their commercials. It was just like this is a weird. Yeah. Just. During time, like a, a, a place in time sure. where commercials were like very big, like this. <laughs> On January 24th, Apple Computer will introduce Macintosh. And you'll see that why is 1984 so won't be. I feel like George Orwell would roll in his grave after seeing this ad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, like it, it's, it's just a story. They're, they got something to say. They have like, you have a quick slogan that's not just like, hey, here's a fucking snicker. It's like, you know. Yeah. It's a good snack. Uh, and then some are, st- I mean, so like stuff like that, that's like some people yeah. consider that one of the best commercials ever. Uh, the But one of the, probably the most iconic, <laughs> iconic commercials ever to come out of the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's probably the Budweiser What's Up commercial. That's so funny. What's up? What's up? Hey, who? What's up? None, B. I, people game. still do this too to this yeah. day. Like, what's up? None. I thought this was a Sprite commercial for some reason. Really? I think Sprite referenced it later on. D- I mean, there's been probably a billion commercials <laughs> just referenced this. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you pick up the phone. Hello? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> and this is pretty much embodiment like Yo, beer. Like yeah. just like hanging out, having a good time with your friends. And that's why I think it generally why always Bud Light or beer commercials are always like funny like that too because they want to embody that fun time. Just hanging out with your buds. You got a you got a Budweiser in your hand. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's up, B. Watching the game, having a bud. True. (laughs) True. 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 I I I love that. That that commercial was so popular that they parodied it in one of the scary movies. The f- I want to say the first one. I think yeah, so. the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with Scream. I, I, absolutely iconic. Probably with. I want to say that's got to be the most popular commercial ever coming out of the Super Bowl. Because when you think yeah. of Super Bowl commercials, that's like one of the first things that ever comes up. Yeah. pops in your mind. No, the first one that I think of is the the Dorito adverts. That's like the yeah, first one Dorito. That I think of. So all right, we can we can uh, slide right into probably the most popular one. Uh. By people's standards, this, this is, is the Dorito uh, ultrasound ad. And there's your beautiful baby. 
Anything so it down. starts off with a woman getting she's getting really? an ultrasound. The husband Doritos? is obviously eating a He's eating big thing Doritos. of Doritos towards the camera. Do you see what I have to do? I know. He noticed the baby is trying to reach for the Doritos. <laughs> Moving the around. Fuck is this? <laughs> Give me that. Oh no. See, and that's like just like that type of commercial has so much staying power to stay with you long after the Super Bowl is over with. That is a wild commercial. Yeah, I know. But that's the thing. They went back in the day. They were going for that hard shock value, Mm -hmm. especially for Doritos. Doritos always had some wild commercials going on. That was wild. This is fucking baby popping out. Yeah. And we're going to keep getting wild with uh, the next one is a uh, server. Like they subvert. So this is the Bud Light <laughs> commercial, <laughs> which so Bud Light had like so Bud Light had a, a series of commercials where they had like this whole night, but the Bud Light night, it, yeah. it was like a whole theme, which is crazy to have like a theme for commercials, but they yeah, had like a through line thing. through all these commercials, and they start off the commercial Bud Light night, he's doing a joust, but he, he loses right, mm-hmm. he's like holy shit, like oh man. You're not supposed to lose. You're you're, you're supposed to you know. You're the Bud Light man. And then up steps uh, the the mountain from Game of Thrones. Are you serious? And here and he eye gouges him in the commercial. And now like the commercial has taken a dark turn. What the fuck is this? And now now it's turned into a Game of Thrones ad in the middle of a Bud Light ad. And now you have this dress burning <laughs> everyone alive. Yo, this is a fucking Bud, Bud Light cinematic universe. I want to say that's probably one of the first times I've ever had like a really sad moment for yeah. like a, a Bud Light commercial or like a beer commercial because beer light. So beer commercials are typically happy fun. They yeah. want to, you know, but to have like a Game of Thrones X Bud Light commercial, that was really cool. That was wild. Like That's a wild. Because that was like that was like a f- straight up movie where they have a twist at the mm-hmm. end. We're like, what the hell? But also that was like when when Game of Thrones was super popular right i imagine yeah. so having your name associated with game of thrones at all that was like at almost the like sad the, moment yeah yeah that was at the peak of game of thrones because i think that was around season five or six yeah right before the, the end that's crazy uh that, I, that was a really well shot commercial too yeah, that was right? fucking great um the last commercial i want to show actually i had two more commercials but yeah. this is the last official commercial i want to show is the i remember watching <laughs> yeah. it so i remember watching this just, so quick tangent what's up I am so fucking wired right now. <laughs> I know, bro. You already done with the Red Bull. Yeah, no, I'm, I still got a little bit of left. I'm, Wally. I'm sitting, my leg has not stopped bouncing Jesus, this entire bro. time. I have to put the collar on you. Okay, fucking, anyway. Uh, so this this commercial, I remember this commercial very, uh, I remember this commercial like it was yesterday. Yeah. I remember I was at, I was at a, a friend's house. We're watching the Super Bowl. This is your uh, your flashpoint memory. Yeah, I remember this commercial because you know, like that's the point of these commercials. They're yeah, supposed to stay with you. Yeah, this commercial had everyone in such an uproar that is going to blow your mind, Brian. So I'm excited. not going to say anything. I think I explained a little bit to you, but I probably didn't explain it well. This is uh, the commercial. Yeah, we were called, talking about this on this Discord is, yesterday. This is the nationwide boy commercial. <laughs> This smart commercial is absolutely insane. Like, literally insane. It starts off with a boy. He's riding his bike. He's going, he's listing off stuff that he'll never do. Or get coolies. 
Because there's a lot of commercials like this in the Super Bowl, generally. <laughs> really? Yeah, there's, I mean, just the, you know, stupid, they're trying to tug on your heartstrings. It's just like a fucking Make-A-Wish Foundation advert. Because I died from an accident. <laughs> At Nationwide, we believe in protecting... Not the Tide Pods! Your kids. Together, so it ends... So uh, so the the whole commercial goes through a kid of just stuff that, like, just him being a kid. Him doing normal <laughs> shit as a kid, out, growing a up, and he's just listing all the stuff, like, I'll never do this. <laughs> I'll never do this. I'll never do this. And it hard stops at the end of the commercial, like, because I died. Because of an accident. Because my parents didn't watch me. <laughs> And then it shows like a bad. Oh my god! Over- it's guilting the parents. Yeah, They're like my parents didn't watch me, so I fucking died. It, oh, it, it shows a bathtub overfilled. Yeah. It shows um, a cabinet open where the, the kid got into like dishwasher pods and shit like that. A TV that's fallen over because it wasn't secure. Oh my god! It is such a dude. At the, so typically, right? Yeah. We have all. Imagine, imagine watching Super Bowl and it's all those funny commercials, yeah. and you're like, oh man, this is great. And there's a middle of them. <laughs> it's just this gut-wrenching commercial about this kid just freaking died because he wasn't watching. And he's like a cute kid too. Yeah. Like- it, it, it's such a, I think that's probably one, that's probably got to be the best super commercial because that never that has never left me. Never I've always remembered that that was a really dark, twisted commercial in the middle of it. That's so fucking funny. It's The commercial itself is not funny, but just like- Just how it ends You're the drunk, end. you're eating wings, you're, you just watch a Dorito baby pop out of the womb. <laughs> yeah. And then you fucking get that? Yeah, you, you're like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's so, so fucking twisted. It's, it's, it looks like it was going to be so joyful. It's like, oh, yeah, but I died. But I, died. I never got to get my first kiss. So my parents didn't love me. They're pieces <laughs> of shit. <Yeah. laughs> my parents neglected me. Now I'm dead. <laughs> That was a nationwide, I guess, hell or like just life like a, insurance. Just like a public safety ad, yeah. Yeah, that's, I guess it was, which is bizarre to have that during the the Super Bowl. I mean, that's what they were definitely, your eyes on. obviously, they were going for like shock value. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. Absolutely. It worked. Some, it absolutely did. Work. Some executive were just like, oh, this um, is going to get them. I, Brian, do you remember, did you did you watch 2018, uh, the Super Bowl no, back in 2018? I don't Let think me so. refresh your memory. So there was something special that happened. Uh, with the 28th Super Bowl. <laughs> right towards the end of the Super Bowl, the fourth quarter. I remember this fucking movie. I don't, people, I don't know if you guys remember this. There's a movie on Netflix called uh, The Cloverfield? Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that is a sequel to Cloverfield, Cloverfield uh, 10. It's, so or, it's a sequel to Cloverfield 21 Lane. Or yeah. Like, or, yeah, something like well, that. Well, it's a sequel to both of them. Uh, yeah, but it's a, it came out after John Goodman's Cloverfield. Right, so this yeah. is the third uh, Cloverfield in the series. They're pretty popular. Uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane was super popular. 10 Cloverfield Lane, not 21. I'm yeah, the, 21 yeah it's a street name. <laughs> uh, that one was like very, very popular. Uh, this was like I, a little bit, a couple years after it, so people are kind of like- Yeah, it's like two years. So people are pretty excited about this. The, the reason that makes this movie special is because at the end of the Super Bowl and around in the fourth quarter, right at the end of the game, this ad plays, and I'm going to go ahead and play it. I didn't watch this, but I knew about this. I yeah. knew that this is how people found out about the film. So I'm going to go ahead and play the ad for you. So it's just it's doing a recap of the first and second movie. Yeah. And they're just kind of going over through everything. Just to kind of like pull, you know, pull so you get in. to remember. Like, do you remember this movie? Whatever you're doing, 
And it's a Netflix movie. Yeah. Stop. That was the thing. This Nef- the Cloverfield Paradox was a was a Netflix release. And it was like a it was a thirty second film or a thirty second ad. Yeah. And it was one of the first times that they ever. This is going to be out tonight. Tonight. This they, is literally this movie comes out on Netflix right after the game, <laughs> and people were so hyped. They're like, "Oh shit!" Because they were like. They got 30 seconds, and I'm like, this movie looks lit, and it's like on Netflix right now. Yep. So it's, it looks like a big budget keep in mind that this film. is in the middle of like the Cloverfield hype. Yeah. This is like, like there was like four years after 10 Cloverfield Lane where Cloverfield was just fucking. Yeah. In, like, it was so awaited. Yeah. So people were like losing their minds. <laughs> yeah. And they were extri- so hyped. They go like, dude, we got the Super Bowl, and now we get to go watch a brand new movie that we can watch it at home. People was this is back in 2018 where yeah. they didn't really do that, so it was a super special occasion. It went from the most hyped to most hated, <laughs> forgotten film ever because the movie was absolute dog shit. I was actually so I I I, I remember this. I remember the moment where people were like, "Oh, did you watch any Cloverfield?" It dropped right after the Super Bowl, and I was like, "No, I'm not gonna fucking watch." No, I didn't. Yeah. I, I was pissed that it, they dropped it at the Super Bowl. They did this commercial thing because the commercial looks really good. It right. looks interesting. And then I went in like two weeks later. I watched the film finally. The most dog shit sci-fi yeah. horror film that I've seen in like years. It yeah. was so bad. Uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a hit. That was a but miss. But that was amazing marketing. Yeah, that was, that was good You marketing. could not have done better marketing than that. Nah, that was crazy. Only and- on Netflix tonight. The first, the, it's crazy that the best shots of the in the trailer are the shots from the fucking first movie. Right, I know they they used they only had thirty seconds and they yeah. used fifteen to twenty seconds of it from the first movie, the first film. Yeah. So I think <laughs> so that goes for all the commercials. I think that's though that's a nice little recap of like pretty much what you're missing out. So right they now they don't make them you, like they used to, and I yeah they and they won't, and it's it's kind of over and done. Yeah. You get the halftime shows now, which they're not as good as like what you know Justin Timberlake ripping off Janet like, Jackson's Janet bra. Jackson's bra. That was totally planned. No way, that was dude. Planned. They showed they because they couldn't blur it. They had no idea. That's what a, what better way to draw publicity towards either of those artists and to show a tit. Nah, you're insane. You know? <laughs> no way. Show a tit. If I was a marketing person, I'd just be like, hey Janet, how comfortable are you just showing? <laughs> Hey, hey, Janet. This is, uh, some studio agent. Said, Janet, can I see hey, you in my office? Eat peanuts out of a jar. Like, hey, uh, hey, Janet. It might have been an accident. It was hundred percent an accident. But it's so. But Justin it got Timberlake so probably, much publicity. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's the most memorable halftime ever. It was like Michael Jackson played. It was Michael Jackson and the Janet Jackson. No, Michael Jackson. No, Michael Jackson did this uh, halftime Super Bowl. I remember that was super iconic. Yeah. Uh, that happened. Do you remember when they did the SpongeBob meme? They kept teasing it. It was no. like two. I remember this. It was two years ago. You so you know there's an episode of SpongeBob where they play at the Super Bowl. Oh, where they did the the halftime show. They're like the the they yeah. play the Adam of the right. Brian Springfield song. Whatever. The People fuck. kept making this a meme every single year for yeah. years on end after that. I do remember that. And then my one favorite year, episode of SpongeBob. It was one year where Travis Scott was playing, <laughs> and I do remember they this. in the Mercedes. Uh, I think it was a Mercedes Stadium. They mm. kept teasing it. They kept saying like SpongeBob's gonna be there. Yep. The official count and people were like losing their mind. They're like no way they're gonna do that. It's not, not gonna no be way it. they're gonna. Be. And it was the most. It was very disappointing. Yeah, I immediately. So they literally start off the halftime show by doing like the the song that he does. Yeah. 
And people were like, no way. And then it's like only two seconds, and then they cut it. And then, and then they go into the Travis, Travis Scott, Scott thing. Yeah. And people were so disappointed. You got to play the song, man. You got to play I, the I know, song. you had to commit. They, you they have, have commit. heartedly committed you have to, to do. It. You have to bring a man dressed as SpongeBob to like do the whole bitch. Dude, they could have made it. That was so... They could have made it so iconic for the internet. Yeah, they absolutely because they could have made because they could have brought it back at least a little bit. Because I know the internet now is like pretty much kill the Super Bowl. Yeah, we can chop that up to being you know facts about just because the ads well, yeah, don't make any like, sense because now you can just put it on YouTube. You can just put it on YouTube. You get so many clicks. on But you could have got so much stain power if you would have actually fully committed, and yeah. that's pro- maybe why they've done it just to get you to tune in to see if that they were actually going to do it or not. Yeah. But, but that's was, like short-term gratification, though. Yeah. Because, like, you kind of clickbaited them. <laughs> kind of click You 100% clickbaited click yeah. It was such a... I can't think of the word. They just, like, ripped the... the it was a bait and switch. Bait and switch, it was yeah, a bait and absolutely. Switch. Yeah. So I, I think that Super Bowl... The reason why Super Bowl ads were really fun was because they were meant to be, like, iconic. Like, yeah. they tried really hard on those commercials to make sure that they stayed with you because it's, like, literally Years the after- most eye-catching event like the most eye catching televised event at the time any sports any sporting event yeah super bowl had the most eyes attached to it so like if you got a commercial there that people remembered out of that you were guaranteed to boost yourselves at yeah, least 100%. at least i think they would probably spend all their money that they had for that year just yeah. on that one event because if you make or break it you could i mean it's like playing a lottery like if you did really well you know your sales are going to go crazy yeah yeah um, YouTube totally killed that. Uh, social uh, media in general, just not only because of attention span, but it's so much cheaper to market on social media than it is on TV. You're right, and they're not paying that. Like they could spend that million dollars on like they can make six sixty other outlets. Yeah, they can make they can spend that million dollars on like buying out like ten TikTok creators. Yeah, they're not even ten, like like forty because right. TikTok creators don't get paid for anything. Uh. So, like, you can just buy 40 TikTok creators to make a video about your fucking ad and get, you know, 1,600 millennials to, like, look at it. But you know what sucks, though? is like, yeah. it, it didn't die quick. It didn't die it just, like, one year death. was amazing, and then it just sucked. Yeah. It just slowly got worse and worse. Yeah. And this, it was a slow, drawn-out death, which, to the part, I guess, like, the <laughs> last, last good one was... a pillow, just slowly. Right. It, it was struggling. It was grabbing it, yeah. the rails of the, the <laughs> hospital bed. And you're just like, please. Just, and you just heard the beep, 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 <laughs> That's so fucking funny. But Brian, yeah. we, we've covered the commercials. Yeah. But would you, would you ever guess what the requirements is? No. To, for the Super Bowl, to, for a city to host the Super Bowl? I don't think. I, 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 I bet you're about to tell me. I'm, I'm about to tell you because <laughs> I found this out the other day and it is 100% ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You're not going to believe what would happen. Yeah. What what a city is required to host. And I can't believe they even get away with hosting a Super Bowl every single year. Yeah. Because this is insane. I feel like a city would be like. I feel like up. it should only be like three cities in a rotation because it's so insane that why would any city agree to Where any is of this? the Super Bowl playing this year? I have no idea. Okay. Have no idea. Do not keep up with it. <laughs> but I can, I'm going to tell you these are the requirements. All right, so first off, the league is required exclusive access to top three quality 18-hole area golf courses yeah. at no cost to them so it can host a tournament on Super Bowl weekend. What the fuck? What do you need? That is, the NFL is requiring you to have three top quality places three to of golf. Them? Three. Not one? 
three 18 of them. whole areas. Okay. At no cost That's a of lot of land. No money. They they are not going to be charged to yeah. use these so they can host a tournament during Super Bowl weekend. A golf tournament during Super Bowl right. weekend. Okay. Yep. So it's, it's not even for the Super Bowl. It's for another event. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's I guess a Super Bowl golf tournament or whatever. Wild. Uh, the also the NFL, the NFL also requires the use of top quality bowling alleys at no cost. Fuck out of here for a bowling tournament the Wednesday and or Thursday before the Super Bowl. You can bowl the fuck so out of the So now they're ho- holding a tournament for golf and a tournament for bowling. God damn! <laughs> Could you imagine being the mayor of that city? Hey man, you can bowl yourself the fuck out of my town. Sixteen months before the game. The NFL will send 180 people to to the host city to familiarize, to get them used to the area yeah. of the region. The 16 city, months? 16 months. So you hey, have you to you're having football. to apply. You have to meet all these requirements and you have to apply 16 months. You have to before. apply probably 18 months before that if you yeah. want to get the application done. So it's like the year. So like you're planning this out probably two years in advance. Yeah. Hey man, you're playing football. So you, the city. What do you got to familiarize yourself with? It's the biggest sporting event it's ever. It's one weekend. It's 180 people. Yeah. 180 people has to come to the city to familiar, to get used to it. Yeah. Hey, Google it. Like just Google, I, I don't know. I Google guess they have to come take measurements, whatever. But the city has to pay for all those people. Yeah, that's insane. So their living, their hotel, everything, their food. That's taxes, the, man. All of it. They have to pay. They have to compensate for them people. Wow. Free housing. <laughs> the host city must provide 43-bedroom, 52-bedroom, and 21-bedroom apartments for 30 to 40 days for staying for working staff, such as production and security. The apartments must be within 20 minutes' drive of the stadium, and the amenities, such as Wi-Fi, full kitchen, washer and dryer facilities, televisions, in the bedrooms in a self-workout facility on property. See, so that that makes me think that all of these new buildings that are popping up all over cities are fucking rackets so that they can keep these units available for Super Bowl events. It, it, it could, dude. It has to be. I don't know how much money actually like racks in for the city, but well, it, NFL it, is taking the majority of all. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it, this is tax money. <laughs> the NFL also requires a hotel with a minimum of a thousand rooms for their for their use with free items such as beer, snacks, internet, meeting spaces, free parking, and storage spaces. Yeah. That's for all the teams, which yeah. that's it's pretty standard, obviously. I mean, that, that does make sense. I think it does make sense to have living spaces for the crew, and they should all be, like, well-maintained. Yeah. You know, like, that makes sense to me. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. The rest of the shit sounds crazy. The NFL also must be allowed to install ATMs into the stadium that accepts preferred credit and debit cards. Okay. The league... The league may also cover up or remove ATMs belonging to other banks if they wish to do so. So whatever like whatever bank queens. is with that NFL yeah. for that season or whatever. They're the ones that are going to get the ATMs put in there. Right. Yeah. This is exactly right. If cell phone signal strength at the team's hotels is too weak, the host must committee must install boosters or or, or portable cell towers if watching the Super Bowl isn't really your thing, here are, oh, that's something else. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, hotels where the players stay must also carry the NFL uh, network on their cable TV system 
for a year prior to the Super Bowl. So the hotels. So they're making profits on. They're making profits on coming to the city. Yeah. So you have to have a. You already had to have the NFL channel on your uh, TV at the yeah. hotel a year prior. That's insane. Before they before they even come, which I, I guess they also have to have. You know, a, just you know, I guess they already have to be play, paying the NFL. Yeah, that's pretty much what that is. It's just like, hey, yeah, we're gonna the, make money off of you before we go to your hotel. The host city must give the NFL the use of at least twenty billboards at no charge. That's insane. so they can advertise uh, advertise they the NFL, you know, coming to the city and stuff. I mean, the NFL must bring out shit ton of money in tourism for all of this to be worth. Yeah, it. and that's the only reason I could yeah. see them doing it. But they're losing so much money because yeah. the NFL is. You're paying the NFL. You're giving. The NFL, all this stuff for free. Yeah, yeah. By the way. They're a fucking diva. Then uh, the city must also cover any expenses provided to the NFL with a task force devoted strictly to busting out game ticket counterfeiters. So just a, a straight up police force. Just to identify fake tickets. Right. Anyone that's selling scalper tickets, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just a task force just for that. Yeah. A whole security council. Police escorts must be provided that to move the team. That was a very crispy team. lip smack. <laughs> Police escorts must be provided to moving teams, media, and game officials to and from the airport, practice facilities, and game at no cost. Okay. That, that security makes sense. Okay. Transport makes sense. Maybe pay for it. Maybe pay for it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> at no cost. Everything on here, I'm going to no go ahead. The, spo- there are no cost to the NFL. I'm going to go ahead and explain. That it's no cost to them. <laughs> yeah. Everything it must be free. Yeah. All this stuff. This There's these ridiculous no wonder demands. fucking NFL players are the most spoiled ass people when they leave the NFL. On game day, yeah. the NFL gets access to thirty five thousand dollars, uh, thirty thirty five thousand parking spots near the stadium, at no cost. Of course. In the event of snow, how many people? How many fucking people? Are in an NFL? This is for like just like public, like to go watch the game. Or is this for like the people that are working on the NFL, the parking spot? The parking spots are probably for people for just like people the are event. Attending and then the event. staff and all that. That's okay. for probably for everybody. Hey, you're coming into our city. Maybe pay for the fucking parking. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. This is making me also. Curious. By side note here, uh, t- tickets to go watch the the Super Bowl are like twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, for ba- like the. For the court all the way, ones. all the way back. No, all the, really. Yeah, all the there's way no back. way they're that expensive. Twelve hundred. You say twelve hundred? They're like at least five thousand dollars for the very back. Five thousand, dude. They're like absurdly expensive. Five thousand. In the event of snow or ice storm on game day, the city must give pro- priority to the NFL over all other ice and snow removal projects, except in case of a threats to public safety. Ugh, ugh. That makes me mad. So it's on. Un- Excuse me. It's in Los Angeles today, this year. Okay. Uh, I, I'm just looking up at tickets. I just want to know how much the tickets are. Keep going. And then uh, second to last year, cl- the the clean zone code. Dude, the Super Bowl 56 tickets cost $2,983 and up. So, okay. So not like So not like 5000 5, but like the cheapest ticket yeah. is $3,000. Yes. That's Hey, don't go to the Super Bowl. That's in the very, dude, that's like the worst. That's like the budget tickets. Yeah. Hey, don't go to the Super Bowl. Don't go. I mean, it's only, it's only rich people. Yeah. It's probably people that have connections to get in. Yeah. That they, they, they got those tickets for free, some through a company or whatever. That's the only way. I could not imagine how much a box seat would cost. Probably easily 15. 
five, yeah, or probably more than that. No, fifteen is probably like in the middle. That's probably true. It's, it's probably, probably like, like, 50, a, like thirty thousand dollars or something yeah. for a box seat. Wow, that's one night. Uh, the host city has to create a clean zone in a one mile radius around the stadium where certain activities are restricted about a week before the game until the Monday or Tuesday after. <laughs> this basically means that there are no loitering th- that, and shit like that no one can go or no one can do anything that the NFL does not approve of inside of that clean zone. Dude, the so the sorry, the suites available to watch the Super Bowl, I believe they start at 156,000 and they oh end God. at 1,115,000. Jesus Christ. Could you imagine having enough money to drop a million dollars to do one thing? To go watch the fucking Super Bowl? Dude, it's only like a few hours. <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah. Wild. <laughs> anyway. And then after the game, this is the last thing, which yeah. is the most ridiculous. After the game, the host city must remove the entire field. It's own expense. And if the league requests it, it gives those pieces of green back to the NFL so they can sell them as licensed products. That, just that one, like everything else is shitty, right? Yeah, yeah. But the NFL isn't really making a profit on it apart from like... The tickets. The, 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 and then the... The tickets and the the. I mean, they make, they're making network. money off like the commercials. They're making money off... Yeah, the, but they're not making money from the city apart from like the, the fucking... They have to pay for the hotel thing, right. the NFL network thing. You're telling me I have to prep for two years ahead of time yeah. for you to come to my goddamn city. And I have to do all of this bullshit and spend all of this money to have you come to my fucking city. You have to beg. And then at the end, yeah, you have to be like, Daddy NFL, please come to my city. <laughs> and then after that, the NFL. You had to compete with other cities, Brian. <laughs> You had to be picked. (laughs) Insane. (laughs) And then after that, the NFL has the goddamn audacity to say, hey, you see that field of glass that we all just sprayed in? Rip it up. And if we want it. it And if we want it, I'm going to sell it. And you get fucking nothing. (laughs) You fucking pathetic little simp for the NFL. Little city. You get nothing. Nothing. We're going to sell it. Now, this is probably back in, I think, uh, if I was sorry, if I was a person in that board when the NFL is selling me all of this, and I read that last request, I would fucking shoot them, dude. I <laughs> that would make me so mad. This so this is old. So I don't know if this is still exactly the same to this day. Yeah, because this is ridiculous. But this was probably back in the hype, yeah. the heyday of when the Super Bowl actually mattered. Probably got worse. Uh, I I don't know. I don't have the stats for the Olympics, but I'm I think the Olympics is about as worse. Is so this? It's it's a. The I think that is, it's worse because they happen every four years. Four years, and then it's and like it's they build stadiums yeah. that, like, after they, well, with the Olympics, they build stadiums that they Four never the use afterward. Yep. And then they go to waste, and yep. then it's. Oh, I think it was Brazil when they got it. Brazil, they, it's abandoned now. Yeah, it's it was like they like used slum area yeah. that they could have used for home like housing because they think I I guess like they get. Tourist money from it. Yeah, they got, they got a shit ton of. T- these are people that are willing to drop a million like, dollars per ticket. But but like, could you? Ima- I can't imagine a poor country doing all this. No, it's crazy. They they do it at the sacrifice of the lives of people in the country. Yeah, it's wild. I can't, dude, wild. I 
I don't know if it's ever been hosted in Charlotte or not, but I hope not. I hope not. If the Super Bowl ever gets hosted in Charlotte, I am not leaving my house for like the week prior. Yeah, you got to I'm quarantining. I'm quarantining. <laughs> Especially with COVID, the Super Bowl in Charlotte with Dude, COVID. Dude, even when they host a football game here, the traffic's insane. The traffic is crazy. The COVID spikes are crazy. Dude, did you? Oh, there were they. I remember we were in Uptown mm-hmm. because we did the podcast and we went to Uptown, and it was insane yeah. how people. How people it was only like acting. a Bojan. It was like a like a college football game. Yeah, it was like Clemson versus like whatever the fuck. And insane. it was it was insane how people were acting, dude. People yeah. were like ins- acting the fuck out. Yeah, they were tailgating Showing in parking lots of other businesses. This is like ten a.m. Yeah, people are hammered. Insane, insane. Yeah, fuck the Super Bowl. Yeah. Thanks for the ads, but yeah, I don't yeah. want, I don't want any. Thanks for the good time it had, yeah. brief, you know, for that little space and time. But thank you for the nationwide ad about a kid that fucking died. Thank, actually, thank yeah, thank you. <laughs> ah, fuck, I guess that, I guess that about wraps it up for today's episode. Yeah, I don't think we have anything more in the tank. Yeah, no. So thank you guys for watching. I do want to say thank you all so much for the support recently. We just cracked 800 subscribers. Yeah, that's insane. I think we're at 810 subscribers right now, and the YouTube tournament that we got cracked like 300 views That's, recently jeez i think <laughs> last week's podcast actually hit like 500 500 bro yeah it's insane that is wild so thank you all so much for the support i hope that you continue to support us uh you can check out the youtube channel uh we post some more stuff alongside the podcast like i do film reviews tay kind of handles all the ps insight situation uh so if you want to see some more gaming stuff or some more gaming news and film review content make sure to subscribe and follow us and just do the whole YouTube situation that we all yeah. do. And then uh, join the Discord if you want a cool community to talk to. We're there pretty much every single day. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Brian Archia. I'm at uh, Cyber underscore Calamity. Cool. And I'm also on Twitch at Brian Brownie. I'm streaming Sifu right now. So yeah, come, it was come really watch good. us. It's a really good stream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you guys. And uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. See you Cheers. guys.